your home for Clemson women's basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. So, true story, Morgan, right before we started, you know how you get these uh, social media updates, like Facebook just sent me something and it said a memory, right? Okay, yeah. How many years ago, whatever. And this memory was, it's a picture of me and my wife at the national championship game. Um, I I think, looking back at now, it might not be national championship game. This might be down in in the semifinals in Miami. I can't tell from the background here, but we're at a, a national championship. We're in a college football playoff game, put it that way. Can't tell if it's Arizona or if it's Miami. But anyway, what I have on is a Tiger Sports Shop hoodie. And right now, you look at me live, coming to you live, uh, and you see me with a Tiger Sports Shop hoodie. Tiger Sports Shop, man. Did you see? Did you see the baseball jerseys? Are those the real jerseys? They have them at Tiger Sports Shop. Are, the are, military one. Yeah, you, oh, you, you getting that one? I was like, I was like, I told Audrey, I said, I gotta go, I gotta go. I have a, I have a gift card, and I think I have a five dollar uh, uh, loyalty thing, and and I gotta get that military jersey. You gotta get it, like um, army olive, yeah. green. Oh, it did look good. It looked really good. Uh, you know what else you need over there? So. There was a uh, one of the families I saw last night, really good friends of mine. I remember, and this is a great dad and a great daughter. Uh, I remember talking, to the, they were in that long line when the Lululemon first came out. What a dad to sit through that and, and ask her about how that, that stuff went. But not just the Lululemon, Southern Tide, Tommy Bahama, Vineyard Vines, uh, Johnny O, uh, Nike, Russell, Cutter and Buck, Champion, um, the, the Tiger Sports Shop Collection. They've got it all over there. And, and uh, get in touch with the good folks over at Tiger Sports. If you're coming to town for Clemson baseball next week, the new Clemson baseball jerseys. Uh, I'll ask. For my wall, by the way. Text line already getting on me. Don't, oh. Real men don't wear jerseys. It's for my wall. Uh, text line, what is this olive green jersey you're talking about? Nike. That's what he wants to know. That's the new baseball military appreciation jersey. We think now. We think. I'll ask Eric Backage next Tuesday at 7.05. I need, man, I need pinstripes, I need road grays, but we're going to get uh, get the other stuff instead. TigerSports, TigerSports.com. To our guest lines, Paul Strelo of TigerIllustrated.com. Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> doing great. I don't know what it says that uh, the college football playoff appearances qualify as memories these days, but that's a, <laughs> well, that's a topic for another discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, short, short-term memories and, and maybe um, projections for the future, maybe, mm-hmm. for some of that. Um uh, was your name? Was your ear ears burning yesterday when I was giving Morgan Thomas, who is a Spurs fan, hard time because of Everton's uh, over or ninety or not overtime uh, <laughs> extra time goal to tie it up the other day? That was great. They deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> um, and also, were your ears burning when we were talking about um, Paul Strelo and, and the evaluation process? And, and uh, Morgan and I were talking about this stuff. We went last night to the recruiting wrap up show, and it's just interesting. You talk about this all the time. The idea that the fan will get your comments on this, like the fan thinks that it's a, a all-talent acquisition, it's all about what rivals' ratings or 247 ratings look like, and go get this guy, and why didn't you offer this guy? And, 
And after hearing it again last night, it just reiterates like this entire process, that whole support team, like this is a long, this ain't a hobby for them is what I keep saying. Like this is a long, detailed, yeah. drawn out process. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it is, and and like I, I get it uh, because uh, you know fans fans can only react to what they see uh, and know, and they they use they use rankings and us and 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 we want them to give us credit, you know, give the industry credibility, you know, get and all that. Uh, but it's it's a different world with what they do than 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 what is projected by. You know, rankings and offers, and because offers don't really show who the schools want, so it's just a completely different process. But I mean, you can even go to one they wouldn't have talked about last night, but this class, um, Blake Hebert, the quarterback. You know, he Clemson makes a move on him in June, uh, and it seemed, you know, it appears, you know, the folks kind of out of nowhere. We kind of framed that kind of leading up for two or three weeks of of like that's the guy that, that Garrett Riley is going after uh, and he didn't really have any major offers at that point you know or some some ones below Clemson's tier had started to come in but Clemson had really kind of honed in on him and that went that traced all the way back to February in reality of watching film you know I think really even Taj Boyd taking that to Garrett Riley and saying like that's you know, uh, and and them kind of starting to evaluate and seeing him through the spring, uh, and kind of keeping that low under the radar. So, it is a it is a different process, and you know, I, I think there are certainly instances where you feel like, uh, all right, maybe Clemson, you know, a school doesn't know as much about a kid uh, and where he might be going, but there are also instances where that you know, so many more instances where they know exponentially more about the prospect, his background all the details uh, than what come out on the surface. Uh, and, and so, you know, uh, we, we like to apply some, some common sense or just standard fan or observer logic to recruitments when there are so many more details that go on behind the scenes to, to whom they are acquiring. With that said, one of the questions I get that I don't know the answer to because it was so early in this process and injuries were a factor, and I don't know enough about his high school, and, and, and so I get this talk all the time. Uh, Blake Hebert, what is he? What's his ceiling? What's his floor? And I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll ask Paul Strudel. I'll yield to him. He knows much more about it than I do. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, certainly it would have helped Blake to have played his junior season and an ankle injury really in the first game forced him to kind of sit out the entire year. Uh, and that's you don't want that for any quarterback because I think development is huge for those guys in high school and kind of being able to be the man and carry your team, you know, to success uh, and the different things you face uh, from other teams starting to strategize against you. Uh, so I don't think that, you know, I don't think it helps, but I don't think it necessarily dictates his future. Um, but, I, you know, I think he's – he is 6'3", 215, uh, you know, a sturdy, uh, you know, I think he kind of, uh, I mean, if you go back to even to what TCU had uh, with Max Duggan, like, I don't know that you draw an absolute parallel, but you, you know, Hebert is someone who can run. Uh, he is, it is not someone who, you know, you're going to label as dual threat, like you're going to, you know, call 15 design runs a game. But I think when you compare him physically to Cade Klubnik, you know, I think Blake Hebert is more physically built to withstand 
the run game and and be a more durable, you know, whether you want to go back to a, a Taj Boyd type comparison there, uh, as someone who can can handle some inside runs like even uh, Max Dugan could, but but as well, uh, you know, he's got he's got a strong arm, uh, a little different release uh, there that you know I don't know that you know that uh, that they might want to clean up a little bit, but just generally like arm strength, presence. Uh, I think they saw a lot of physical tools that they liked that were reaffirmed with their with his camp showing, uh, and so you know, I think everyone, not everyone, but I think a lot of Clemson fans keep looking uh, wrongly for all right. You see another Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think that's an unfair bar to put on a lot of co- a lot of kids. But as someone that uh, you know, I think you have to trust that you know with the the pedigree that that Garrett Riley and the Rileys have just in general with quarterback evaluations and putting together offenses, you trust that the tools are there uh, for him to be successful, you know, given a, a year, year and a half of getting ready in advance. Okay. What I heard there was, all right, unfair to, contr- to, to, to say you're getting Trevor or Deshaun, but hey, Taj Boyd, so I'll take that. It's very good, Paul. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, now, do you evaluate? Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, do you evaluate quarterbacks differently? I was listening to um, a national show the other day, and they had um, I think Orlowski or one of these national guys on, and and quarterbacks in the NFL and NFL draft. We'll see a lot of this between now and April, and it's it's uh, you know different arm angles and it's buying time and and moving around. I mean the the game now is can you make the Mahomes type throw rather than this this statue sitting back in the pocket and just ripping people ripping zone defenses apart uh the game changing does that change the way you evaluate a high school quarterback going to the college level have we advanced to that like the nfl game has i don't think so because i think you can plug a lot of decent quarterbacks into good systems in college and get what you're looking for like i, I don't think you need uh to to be to to have all the extras there, you know, and I think it, it just becomes an easy talking game for an Orlovsky or, you know, even a Trent Dilfer before him. You know, uh, I, I think that uh, I think you can overthink things. Uh, and certainly if you can find a, a guy who can go outside your system and, you know, I, I, think, I think of it more as, all right, you've got quarterbacks who can successfully execute what you're asking them to do system-wise, uh, and then the next level is, or who are the guys who make something happen when everything breaks down, uh, and, and and do a little more, add more to that. Uh, so, you know, I think that's that's what you're that's what you're looking for in your college quarterback. Uh, and I think and it also depends on what what you've got already. But I think when I think of of Blake Eber, I think you see, you know, the size, the speed, the arm strength to make things happen. But there, there's also going to be uh, some unknowns there uh, that you don't know how they will respond uh, against. You know, uh, you can use Kay Klubnick as, as an example. Very accurate in col- in high school. You know, uh, you know, came from an, a, a more advanced high school system. Had a lot of the intangibles, tangibles you're looking for. Uh, but how often, uh, in with the team he had, did things break down? Uh, and he actually, I think he's probably better even throwing on the run in reality than than a lot of, than than what he arrived as as a pocket passer. Uh, but 
you know, I think there are situations that you can't replicate in high school that they'll face in college that you just cannot predict. Uh, and so Clemson's had to unwire some things uh, for Kate Klubnick uh, that, that you're, you just don't know how a, your high school guys are going to respond. Um, but that's, that's part of just the variable in, in evaluation. Uh, I mean, we, we saw Caleb Williams in high school could go wild and scramble and do those things. He's still doing it, did those things at USC, uh, but they weren't really able to get him to sit, you know, uh, as we, we've seen in contrast when, when Miller Moss came in, you know, throwing on time, um, doing some things that you probably would wish your quarterback would do. They haven't really been able to get him to do those either. So there are pros and cons and all that, but uh, there's only so much you can derive, I think, from what you're getting from a high school prospect. Uh, and you do your best to kind of project it ahead and and see if, if you can coach better out of them uh, in other respects. You know what's crazy is, is is you're always trying to do that. Like a Ty Simpson, you're thinking, oh, yeah, he can go uh, make plays when it breaks down and his wild stuff out of the pocket. And in high school, he showed that. But yet mm-hmm. that hadn't part, you know, hadn't, hadn't really gone on and uh, gone to the, to the next level yet. On the other side mm-hmm. of it, I was wrong about this because I felt like that one of the advantages that Trevor Lawrence and that Deshaun Watson had over, say, Kelly Bryant is, you know, four-year starter, three-year starters at a very high level and uh, at, at a high level of football and, and, and the experience part of it. And Kate kind of had that. But yet, that mm-hmm. didn't really, you know, like just the feel for a game, you would think at a high level in Texas football, but that didn't really happen that way. So I guess what we're saying here is you never really know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the long and the short of it. We like to assess all those details, uh, and, and you like to think that you know, uh, you're trying to cover as many bases and be as diligent as possible. In the end, we don't really know in, until you throw them out there. Yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, uh, you know, coaches love to say it. Uh, we like to ignore it. Uh, but that's the reality. Till they, till they get out there for those first college practices, you don't truly kind of know what you have. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, full disclosure on this, John Hyatt. Now, there's an interview with 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 uh, David Sanders uh, on on Rivals mm-hmm. that you guys put up on the board. Uh, our producer uh, for the for the uh, next show, John Hyatt, comes in and and he's giddy talking about man Clemson. <laughs> way, talking about Matt Luke and and all this. I, I have you throw water, cold water, on so many uh, <laughs> of subjects out this way. But uh, Clemson fan, I, I don't know if it's a compliment or not that that's no, what I do no, so well. But. No, 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 no. Well, you build me up when I'm down, and you you're like Lou Holtz. Uh, when I had a good team, I, you know, you need to talk me down and, and humble me. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I don't feel good about you, build me up. So with that said, uh, what should Clemson fans take from what you saw from, from the national stuff with David Sanders? I guide folks to the middle ground. It's where I go. Uh, right. No, I, I think there there's reason to feel uh, encouragement uh, and maybe even excitement over, you know, the elite junior day, the elite retreat. Got Clemson back in it with with David Sanders, uh, and and that is that is substantial. You know, there we, we like to take every recruitment and go. Here's where it is. All right, you know, either great, you're the leader, or you failed uh, because you know how can you be behind when there are going to be ebbs and flows throughout the process. You know, uh, I think that that it is it was substantial for Clemson to come out of that weekend in it now. Uh, you know, and it's not to say. They weren't totally out of it before, and you had to be within reach to get in it. But the the arrow had gone down based on 
not only you know just several factors last year uh, that that were beyond even Thomas Austin and recruiting. Uh, you know where the team had been, the offensive line things, and so with Matt Luke coming in, not only is that a different recruiting presence, but it changes the how we view Clemson's offensive line future uh, because. Like with any anything recruiting, when there are coaching changes, period, you can sell potential promise the next thing. Uh, so it has enabled Clemson to get back in it with Georgia, you know, maybe with Tennessee. I think Alabama and Michigan both take hits with you know them, or Alabama and Michigan both take hits with their coaching turnover. Uh, and so Clemson goes from fifth, sixth, probably on the outside looking in to now you could argue them. You know, somewhere between one, two, to three, uh, and and that is that's an important development. Uh, they can get there from here, uh, and so I think Clemson right now has momentum. That doesn't mean they get him by any stretch, but you got your you got the last Junior Day visit uh, of January that you get to kind of steep in through through February and into the spring, uh, and I don't think that the circumstances by which he Sanders likes Georgia change. But now Clemson gives him something very different to think about. Uh, and so, you know, I do think he's one that will go probably into June official visits. Uh, so we're a ways away from a verdict, uh, I think. But I think, you know, that uh, the reasons he really liked Clemson to begin with were really enhanced and reinforced by the, the first truly extended time that he and his family had on campus with the coaches and the staff. It's one thing to take game visits. Even one, you know, the underclassman day he took last April, uh, but this was this, you know, they do selective events uh, and do them big, and they do them well, and I think that really resonated with Sanders and his family, uh, and so if you get him back for your your official visit uh, or whatnot, you know, I think Clemson has good re- a chance to feel like we've got a pretty good shot here. Final question, any chance you see him before that official visit? Any other spring practice, um, spring game type situation? Is that on the table? I think it's on the table. Uh, I think he's he's taken a bunch of, of visits already to schools that he's he's already seen. And I don't know if you're Clemson. You know, uh, if he wants to come up for a spring practice, great. Uh, I mean, really, if he wants to come to anything, you take it and, and you make him, you know, the priority when he's there. Uh, but I think it almost benefits Clemson too if you're going to get him back, get him for something big. Uh, you know, I, I think they they like to move quietly uh, and unannounced because his profile has gotten so big, it becomes such a spectacle uh, uh, in social media whenever he decides to go anywhere uh, that they're kind of taking things quietly. Uh, I mean, I don't think it would be a stunner if he decided in in the spring. Uh, I'm not saying that that happens, uh, but I think they. I think they are very intentional and deliberate in their research. Uh, and, you know, could he come back? Yes. Uh, I don't have any indication that he will. But it, I think his travels are going to be few and further between right now as he's kind of mentally narrowed things. Uh, so I think Georgia probably gets him back sometime in the spring. Uh, wouldn't be a surprise if he, if he ducked down this way as well. But, uh, you know, a uh, lot, lot depends on his schedule and, He's got a couple siblings who play sports, and that has impacted his travel schedule as well. Uh, there is a real, you know, you know re- there there's real life logistics to all this, uh, and he, he's involved with the track team there. So uh, I don't know that he's going to make it a lot of spots, um, but I, it would not be a 
surprised if he did make it back. Tell me about uh, TigerIllustrated.com, what's coming up on the awesome site, the great stuff every single day. Absolutely. I mean, spring practice is three, three weeks away, and, and recruits will be back on campus soon thereafter. We've been rolling out uh, some new, some different names that are coming to there, March 9th, Junior Day. Uh, and and then even this morning have a, a four-star offensive lineman who's, who factors very prominently in their desires this class coming uh, coming around to that time. So uh, still, you know, a lot of wheels in motion here for recruiting, uh, and it's going get, to get back going here pretty promptly uh, if it isn't already going and, and guys lining up visits. Both juniors and, and the sophomores there about to start offering here in June. Place to find it, TigerIllustrated.com. All the best. Good luck to Everton this weekend, my friend, and we'll talk to you next week. Excellent. Appreciate y'all. All right. Paul Shilo, TigerIllustrated.com. Much more after this. The floors in your kitchen, den, and bedrooms all have an appropriate hardwood, tile, or carpeted surface. As it stands right now, the concrete floors in your garage, patio, or mechanical room are left exposed. At Iron Drive Floor Coatings, we can give those spaces the attention they deserve with the installation of our highly reviewed epoxy coatings. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our team can finally transform your home's concrete surfaces. Schedule a free quote today at irondrivegaragefloors.com. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Workers' compensation claims can be overwhelming to handle. With medical costs, recovery time, and a loss of income, you need someone in your corner who can help. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, offers free consultations and can help you get the results you deserve. For your free consultation, call today, 864-654-3680. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, here for you. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. 
Total by Verizon is wireless that goes all in for you. That means unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, priced by us at $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan. And as always, no contracts. Sounds pretty hard to beat, but all in is all in. So we added international calling to fill the year with more. Hey, girl. Because it can't be total unless it's all in. Find a store and exclusive deals at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate with auto pay discount beginning the month after you enroll plus taxes and fees. Additional restrictions apply. See website for data management practices and full terms. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. We got cowboys. We got truckers. Broken hearted fools and suckers. We got hustlers. We got fighters. Early birds and all-nighters. And the veterans talk about their battle scars. I love this bar. Hey, uh, celebrating their 25th anniversary. No one else in the upstate can say that it went to Garage Flooring Company. That's what Carolina Flooring Specialists is doing. Over 18,000 garage floors installed right now. And so make your garage look great that that 25 year team includes over 40 years of experience with the crew that's going to come work on your garage when they do do this so they remove everything out of your garage but put it all back in uh, after finishing the floor you don't pay till they're finished uh i've got a great deal for you now met with tim worley the other day the great salesperson and he says that um on any because they've got this, this 25th anniversary special any garage floor over 400 square feet in other words not a mechanical room but any garage floor with over 400 square feet, that's a small garage. Uh, mention my name, Mickey Plyler, and you'll get $200 off. Ask about that. Very cool stuff. It's our great friends at Carolina Flooring Specialists. Uh, there are awesome people with awesome product. $200 off. Mention my name. I like doing those kind of promos. Tell me you heard about it here. Carolina Flooring Specialists, 404 8158. 404 8158. Texture forty eight twenty eight says the upcountry fiber commercial says serving the five upstate counties says there are way more than five counties upstate. What about that? Well, I don't. It depends on how you draw your on that. That's all relative, pal. Are they? Oconee, right? Pickens, yep. Anderson, yep. Greenville, yep. Spartanburg, Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything past that. I mean, you counting? You counting Greenwood? I don't count Greenwood as upstate. You count now, Abbeville? I don't count Abbeville's upstate. Uh, count Lawrence? I don't. You might count maybe the tip of Lawrence there. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. So I don't know. It's you say tomato, I say tomato, pal. Cherokee? Sorry. You counting Cherokee? No. You ain't counting Cherokee? Not in the upstate. Nope. That's over in a different part of the state. What about uh, Florence? You counting Florence? Guy says York. York's not upstate. York? You can't count York. Can't count York. What about Horry County? No. <laughs> you got Aiken? You got Aiken? Nope. Nope. Salute. That's not upstate. Nope. No, 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 no. How about uh, Jasper? Nah. No, no, not doing that. <laughs> All right. 
I don't want to pick on on any uh, listener. We we kind of just did. Well, that but yeah. Guy said Union. No, Union's not upstate. Union. Oconey we already, is. We yeah. already said Oconey. Oconey, Spartanburg, Greenville, Anderson, Pickens. Oconey, that's that's a gimme. Yeah, what, Oconey what about, is. What about Horry? We're going to get Horry? No. Talking about Ori? Ori? Uh, no. No, the, we got we got them all there. But Texture writes, I don't want to go tell the Texture's number on this thing, but I got this text message on Adam's Go Room text line. And I, I just went back and looked at like some of the other texts. I, I, I think he got like... Uh, I don't want to be, I don't want, I'm not trying to judge the texture. Because this texture is probably like the really nicest, the nicest, most optimistic. And, I, and it's not fair for me to judge a few texts over the last few months. But I'm going to anyway. Because everything the texture said here over the last few months, I'm going back now to, let's read some other things. Like, I mean, there's so much pessimism in your texts. So I get this this morning, and again, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm obviously not judging you. And this is not the the worst of the texts that you've sent in recent months. But this morning, texture said, "I disagree that Clemson fans shouldn't want to see Dabo recruit another QB, the quality of Deshaun or Trevor. The other option is to say that Dabo was lucky and really nothing special he did, which translates well, really." shouldn't have given such a super recognition and super high pay because he isn't going to be able to produce the, his lucky results. And I'm like, I, I don't, that's not what Paul Strelo said. That's not what I'm saying. When he says that he, the, the Deshaun's and the Trevor's, to me what that means is, to be totally honest with you, God doesn't make a whole lot of Deshaun's and Trevor's. Especially Trevor. Like God just doesn't make six foot, six inch, 225 pound, rocket arm, smart, bright, quick, Un, a very athletic guys like that just doesn't happen and he says you get depressed listening to this guy rather than being uplifted and optimistic i'm like what how do you get that clemson paul strelo is the most optimistic guy he talks you down to good and, but talks you up when things are bad and i, I framed it that way we're talking about the number one player in the country and david sanders there and, and, and i said i don't know where that comes from they, they just had their seventh straight top 10 recruiting class and, and they're ranked right now in 2025 number two in 247 number three in rivals like, I don't understand where the negative stuff comes from. He goes, well, I prefer to hear about guys coming to Clemson around all these great players taking a casual look and going elsewhere. I don't know, man. I didn't hear that. Did you hear any of that? No, I didn't. Like, get off the ledge, bud. And, and on the idea of quarterbacks, because I do want to touch on this, on this idea of quarterbacks, well, maybe you shouldn't recruit those kind of guys. Well, let's just look at who maybe who you should have recruited. Well, maybe Caleb – they did recruit Caleb Williams, though, by the way. But Caleb Williams, who transfers out, you want that? How about in the, in the, in the last couple of, of of quarterbacks and quarterback classes? So Malachi Nelson, is that who you wanted? The guy that did not cut it at Southern Cal now is going to Boise? Did you want Arch Manning? Yeah. Has he, has he, has he done anything yet? How about Dante Moore, the number three quarterback in the country? Five-star that didn't look very good as a freshman at UCLA and now is transferred to Oregon. The only guys ahead of the guys you took in Vecina were Jackson Arnold, who hadn't played yet at Oklahoma, Malachi Nelson, who, who did, could not cut it at Southern Cal, had to go to Boise State, Dante Moore, who played a little bit as a true freshman 
and didn't look very good now as Oregon. And, and Nico at Tennessee, who I still want to see it, and Arch Manning, who hadn't played yet. I want Nico and, and all the legal ramifications with that. I, I, I look, Nico, here's the thing about Nico. He looked poised, but I get this idea from the bowl game that everybody said, man, Nico, oh, he was incredible. That guy, that's a Heisman winner. Can I tell you what Nico did in the bowl game? Did you watch Nico in the bowl game? Because I did. Did you watch the Tennessee-Iowa game? The in, in Tampa or Orlando, whichever one they played. Mm-hmm. Did, did you watch that game? Yeah. Did you come away thinking, oh, my God, Nico, that's the next greatest quarterback in the history of the game? Because some did. But can I remind you, in that, did you take that away in that game that Nico looked like this unbelievable talent? You know, it's hard to tell with a, with a bowl game. I mean, because here, let me give you what he did in the game. Against Iowa, Nico was 12 of 19 passing for 151 yards. And he had 15 carries for 27 yards. I don't know, man. That doesn't sound like Cam Newton and Tim Tebow to me. That didn't sound like Deshaun Watson to me. 12 of 19 for 151 yards and 15 carries for 27 yards. Now, it looked better than that. And it was a, a supposedly good Iowa defense who was missing their best player. But did that look like the unbelievable? Or, or is anybody going, <gasps> 12 of 19, 151, 15 carries, 27 yards? Like, that's unbelievable? I mean, the way you're speaking, I don't think you should be allowed to pick him in our Mickey P Elite QB Challenge well, next I won't. season. How about that? I won't. You don't deserve to pick him. Did Ty Simpson do anything in Alabama this year? Drew Aller? We saw oh, Drew Aller. He's the guy. He's going to be what? Malik Murphy looked like unbelievable. Malik Murphy's at Duke now. Like what? These are the five-star quarterbacks. Who did you want in those classes? Are you knocking them because they transfer? Because that's kind of like what everybody does. No, I'm just saying, what have they, even the guys that transfer, what have they done so far? If they've done anything outside of Kayla Williams, would they even transfer? Other five-star quarterbacks that are currently on, on, on stage right now? Connor Wegman's four-star. Gunnar Stockton, MJ Morris. These are the top three quarterbacks of 2022. All-purpose guys. MJ Morris at NC State transfers. Gunnar Stockton, he'll transfer from Georgia. Connor Wegman, has he done anything at A&M yet? Jakari Brown at Miami, has he done anything yet? Nick Evers at Oklahoma, any of these guys done anything yet? I mean, it kind of goes back to that whole generational talent part because all those guys you mentioned, none of them really would – I would even debate. I would always pick Deshaun or Trevor uh, yeah, over any, any of those Anybody, guys. any name you've heard here in this segment as good as Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson? No, not so that's, one that's name you point. said. That's my point. These are the top – I just gave you the 15 top quarterbacks in the last two classes. I go back farther if you want and go back to the last three classes. Caleb Williams is there. I guess she's there. Ty Thompson was five-star, went to Oregon, didn't do anything. Jalen Milrow, who'd you rather have, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, or Jalen Milrow? Donovan McCulley, who went to Indiana. No, Jackson Dart, who was started at Southern Cal, and now has moved over. Ty Buckner. These are the top quarterbacks from, from the 21 class. Let me give you the pro-style quarterbacks in 21. Bear with me. Top pro-style quarterbacks in 2021. Quinn Ewers, maybe. Vandergrift done anything yet? Sam Hewitt done anything yet? Kyle McCord? J.J. McCarthy? Yeah. Any of those look like Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence? My pointer to the text messenger here is, when, and I said this when, when, this, when Trevor Lawrence signed with Clemson. Cherish that. 
because God didn't make this isn't like Instagram models where there's 50,000 Barbies out there. This isn't like singers where there's millions and millions of people who can sing. This is how many how many quarterbacks do you know that can are, are first round draft pick kind of guys? There's very few. God didn't make a whole lot. Trevor Lawrence is a cyborg for college football. Won a national championship as a freshman. To say that, well, we shouldn't recruit more Deshaun's. Well, no, if if God made more Deshaun's and more Trevor's, then Clemson would recruit them, but God didn't make a whole lot of Trevor Lawrence's. So far, at least. Now, you can't in Madden, you can go in there and put 6'6", 215, and make his biceps look really big, and his calves look really big, and make him have these attributes of a 99 and a 99 and a 99. It's just that easy. But, no, when when fertilization takes place in the human body, you don't get to pick the attributes of quarterbacks. And what God has decided is, we ain't making a whole lot of those, at least so far. He might change his mind. But at least so far, he ain't making a whole lot of Trevor Lawrence's. And instead of saying, well, maybe not should – uh, maybe not getting that, then, then maybe – how about this? there's just not many of them. And the text says, all I heard was players that were not expected to choose Clemson. I didn't hear that. We're talking about the, the only players I asked about there was the number one player in the country in David Sanders. And guess what? I think he's probably going to go to Clemson now. <laughs> the, the best one. The single best one. At the position where you kind of need the most help. I kind of think he's going to Clemson Feeling now. Feeling good. So, I, I don't know if you if – you, he seemed like when he talks about Clemson, and that's something that I noticed with David Eziomumi, yeah. is when he talks about Clemson, he smiles. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So you, and, you. and I don't know. I just something about that. Not not only following the visits, like Paul says, yeah. but when they when you ask him a question about Clemson or when you see them get asked a question, they kind of perk yeah. up. A little. Te- text makes a great point. DJ looked at part two at a high school, but didn't pan out. Yeah, exactly. Like. It didn't always work, pal. Sorry. It ain't, it's not, if it would be the case, then we'd be a lot more of them. Here, here's the plan. Like, run the touchdown play more? Yeah, go sign the next Trevor Lawrence out there more. Because I'm still waiting on one from, that, from the last five classes that looked like that and did that. That's what I want to see. Hey, hey uh, my friends at Patterson Texas, P-A-T-T-X.com, Pattex.com, 864-859-8289. Get your taxes done. Get them done right now is the time to do it. Hey, I'm going to tell you. Remind you that it is tax season now. You can get your taxes done now. Morgan, do you do your taxes at the last minute? I told you that's what I do. I got to make okay. the government sweat. Okay. Well, if you do need that late April or the mid-April, that late uh, tax period uh, date, you got to sign up for it now. Uh, walk-ins are always welcome, but, man, especially coming down the stretch, get it done. The early ones are starting to come up. They're going to they're gonna not slow down a little bit. They're going to have some openings coming up here soon. Uh, get in touch with the Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com. Continue to send me your text about your experience there. I've got several people that are going next week that have texted in. So let me know how it went with the Patterson Tax Service. Short break, final segment after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 
or go to mymoneyissafe.com. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the Upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from on-running, vans, UFOs, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at elkmonttradingcompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T tradingcompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, go Tigers! Okay, three more climbers, seven loggers. Ted's sustainably sourced logging company is growing a new branch. What about truck driver contracts? Which means a new HR manager will be the first hire to fall. Uh, Then we'll need to staff up the warehouse. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The big game is Sunday, and Nick and Mike Bar and Grill is your headquarters in the Clemson area. Enjoy great football, food and drink specials, 10% off their award-winning wings, and beer specials all for the big game between San Fran and KC. Nick and Mike in the Best Western Clemson invite you to join them Sunday from the early afternoon through the postgame for the biggest game of the year. Come one, come all from Seneca, Anderson, Six Mile, Pendleton, and Clemson. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill in Clemson's Best Western Hotel. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boulware. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Is your phone plan messing with your savings plan? Don't get stuck paying for things you don't want. With Verizon, you only pay for what you need. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you'll get an amazing price on your plan. Plus, you'll save on things you actually love, like the Netflix and Max with Ads bundle. And it's on our award-winning 5G network. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today for an incredible deal. A better plan to save is Verizon. Additional terms and conditions apply. The Mickey Plyler Show, forming the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. You know, talking about you makes me smile. But every once in a while, 
I wanna talk about me, wanna talk about I, wanna talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I wanna talk about me. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Chad the Mailman wins the internet today. With Adam's Car Roof text line, not the, the uh, not the internet, but Adam's Car Roof text line. So when I enter Mickey Pollard Madden, the creator player, the cast automatically pop out to a hundred. <laughs> do it, Chad. Very good. You do have like the the dad calf muscles. What dad? There's not a dad in America has these calves, buddy. Yeah, that's right. So. You know what? You should embrace the New Balance whites. No, with the really long strings. The six oh eights. The dad shoes. Let me look this up. They're white New Balances. The blue in. And the, and the long shoestrings. You should embrace them. Maybe get some uh, crew cut socks. New Balance. No, 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 no. I'm no. not. You won't see me wearing knee high. You talking about knee high socks or no, no, not, no, not not knee high. I mean, you New get, Balance. You what now? Get, six what? You can get knee highs when you get about seventy five. Knee high. I mean, New Balance. What six? Uh, six oh eights. How do you know the number? It's your eight oh sixes. Oh, no, I wouldn't be called dead in this. You wouldn't? No, on running and hookah. Those you, that, that's, that's peak dad right there. No, I want to be dad. I want to be peak dad, but not with New Balance. Grill, I can't you, do that. Think about grilling with those bad boys on. Well, grilling is different. Have you seen the, the, uh, the video, the old dad grilling video? The old dad video, whatever, about dad bod and all that stuff. Anyway, it's good stuff. Um, welcome back. Final segment of the show. I have tons of text messages to get to. We're going to try to finish up with that. But I have not asked you this. What is the Super Bowl to you? It, do you care about either team? Do you go to parties? Do you, what do you, you do big spreads? You go to local watering holes? You get into it? Watering? Halftime, pregame, all that? What, what do you do? Um, <clears throat> well, for the longest time, I went to a friend's house, and we did a, the Super Bowl uh, um like bowl party so you would have like the soup party so you'd have like everybody oh, would bring their own soups or bowl yeah soups or bowl or whatever i don't know yeah um but you know past couple of years i don't think we really have done much other than just you know um watch it on tv at home and i mean i am stay interested for the whole though game? you know <coughs> you stay for the whole game well you know it's not that as late i mean i stay at six o'clock honestly really uh you want to st- talk about staying up man college basketball Mm. Middle of the week, 9 oh. p.m. That's talking about staying up. Oh. Super Bowl is not not a problem anymore. Actually, I'm taking Monday off, so I'll be um, I'll be good. But I think that um, I'm really excited because you know, obviously, it's like everybody everybody in the world versus Kansas City. You know, they're the bad guys. Um, so Kansas City's the bad guy now. Yeah, you know, because they're they're kind of that team that just keeps winning. Um, the 49ers is a rematch game. I think they got blown out right earlier on in the season, but I mean, it would be kind of nice to see like Christian McCaffrey win one, um, you know, and Taylor Swift, of course, you got to talk about Taylor Swift, which I think, you know, a lot of people pick on me about this, but it's cute. I think they are in love. You know, it's all right. I don't know. You only see her like 15,000 times. I don't care about that. I don't care. I mean, do it, show her, don't show her. That's not a big deal to me. I do think they show her too much. Now, they claim that they only show her like 13 seconds in three hours, but I don't know. It feels like much more than that. Mm. feels like every single big play they, they 
pan to her. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Uh, is he likable? You like him? Yeah, I mean, I've listened to a couple of podcasts with his brother. They seem like pretty likable dudes. Here's what I'm concerned about the Super Bowl, and I'm going to do more of this tomorrow. I want to know the Super Bowls. Because let me, let me I'll, let's, let's set this up in advance. Can you say that Patrick Mahomes is an elite superstar Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, well, I mean, he's won two Super Bowls, right? I think, you know. He's the best quarterback in the game for the last five years? I think that I don't see how you could not make him okay. eventually a, a Hall of Famer. Can you say that Brock Purdy is a elite a, a pro football Hall of Fame quarterback? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Oh, well, how many times here's, – here's what I want to know. How many times have we seen a non-elite quarterback beat an elite quarterback – in the Super Bowl. Mm. I mean, I would probably say, honestly, I'd almost say it probably happened more often than not. You think? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like Trent Dilfer. I'm thinking like. All right, but that, that's, that's uh, one. Hold, Trent Dilfer beat. Maybe, maybe, I don't know who he beat, it. though. Walt would know all this stuff. I mean, he would. I've got, I've got all the Super Bowl, starting Super Bowl quarterbacks in here. I feel like didn't would you say Trent Joe Dilfer Flacco? beat Kerry Collins? So Trent Dilfer did not beat a Kerry Collins. Oh, that was, not ball, that was I mean, the face off of of the bad two bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, How but, many times? And this is a good question. We will go over tomorrow. What, tomorrow I'm going to go over. I don't have time now. What about Eli Manning? I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily call him a. I think Eli Manning is going to the Pro Tom Football Brady Hall of Fame twice. I think right or yeah, but I think Tom, uh, Eli Manning will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <sighs> yeah. Well. I think a Hall of Fame quarterback be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I want to know how many times a a non Hall of Fame quarterback beat a Hall of Fame quarterback. Would you? Who did Joe Flacco play against? Bear with me. Because <clears throat> I have one I've one. got every starting quarterback. Man, I, love I wouldn't this necessarily say here. Joe Flacco is like some Hall of Fame guy, but um, did Nick Foles did not beat Tom Brady? No, no, the, the Eagles did not win that one. So, Joe Flacco and Colin Kaepernick. Colin mm. Kaepernick's not going to the NFL mm. Hall of Fame. No. I want to know. Is it safe to say that on the current trajectory? Yeah, Nick Foles is not, though, but I don't know who he beat. Eli. No. Nick, Nick Foles beat, uh, did not beat Tom Brady, right? In that Super Bowl. The Patriots beat the Eagles, correct? Or not? What? Hold on. I mean, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That year, they beat the they beat they beat the Patriots that year. Is that who they beat? I don't know who they beat. We need facts, and this is for this is a, a story for tomorrow or yesterday. Right. If that's one, then, that, then that's it. But there's just so few times that a non Hall of Fame quarterback beat a Hall of Fame quarterback. How, with hmm. that said, though, so you're saying that I mean Patrick Mahomes is that I would assume so is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, is it safe to say Patrick Mahomes is going to, to the Hall of Fame? Yes. Brock Purdy, at this point in time, no. Uh, with that said, why is it then that the 49ers are favorites going to the game? Because everybody I, I listen to says the page, the the, uh, the Chiefs are going to win the game, right? But the but yet the yeah. 49ers are favorites in the game. Yeah, I wouldn't say everybody. I mean, I do feel like yeah, they're they're the the favorite. So I wouldn't yeah. say everybody thinks that. But p- people say Eli Manning beat Brady twice. Yeah, but Eli Manning's going to the Hall of Fame. Jim Plunkett, that's an interesting one. Jim Plunkett 
was can you look up and see if Jim Plunkett is in the NFL Hall of Fame? Pro Football Hall of Fame? Jim Plunkett? Yeah. Jim Plunkett. I mean, so going back, yes, the Eagles did beat Brady. 41 okay, to that's, that's one then. Plunkett beat Ron Jaworski in Super Bowl 15. But Jaworski's not a Hall of Famer. He's just a television guy, right? No, no, no. He actually played football. No, that guy's a television guy. Plunkett also beat Joe Theismann. Theismann's in the Hall of Fame. But is, is Jim Plunkett in the Hall of Fame? i got to look up Jim Plunkett. <laughs> Plunkett, who was a great player, by the way, at, at Stanford. I thought Plunkett had a good NFL career. Um... Jim Plunkett is... He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, by the way. Yeah, and he's not in the NFL Hall Heisman of Fame. Heisman Trophy winner, 1970. Yeah. So maybe you could, you could even preface it by saying that. How are you not... In, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? Is it... He, so he just wasn't that... He wasn't great. Wasn't great? Nah. Something they used to do a long time ago, and this is my Brad Hughes going the extra mile. Um... And Brad Hughes at allset.com, 2923001. Brad Hughes at allset.com, bradhughesinsurance.com. Better coverage, better rates. Thanks to Brad Hughes and the Allset Insurance Agency. Get in touch with Brad Hughes. Talk about your homeowners as well, not just your automotive insurance. Get your homeowners looked at. Something used to happen a long time ago is that they used to throw so many more interceptions than you threw nowadays. Like nowadays, pros don't throw, they, they, they protect the football better. But like Jim Plunkett, 1972, threw eight touchdowns and 25 picks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day besides the story of Toby Keith and, and basketball. Jim Plunkett threw eight touchdowns and 25 picks in his second season in New England. That's crazy. Jim Plunkett threw more picks than touchdowns in one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. In eight of his NFL seasons, he threw more touchdowns, more interceptions than, than Touchdown. That's the guy when he gets up on the podium and he talks about, you know, the guys around him yeah. got him there and won it. It was, but he was, it was a, a good team quarterback. Thing. You'd say, yeah, you're right. It was a team it was a team thing. Yeah, but he's a he's a really, really good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But but back then they just threw more picks. Now we protect the football better. But even the the great ones, the Hall of Famers, threw so many more picks. Dan Marino threw 252 picks and 420 touchdowns. Like, that's not a good touchdown-interception ratio. Dan Marino, in, in 1989, threw 24 touchdowns and 22 picks. What? In, in 88, he threw 28 touchdowns and 23 picks. Like, we just threw more interceptions back then. That Nowadays, you protect, you're, you're just protected better. Uh, let, me, let me do John Elway. Bear with me a second here. Uh, a couple of people on the text line are saying Jim Kelly, you know, because he lost four. So, out of the one of those four, he probably. Well, let's look and see who, who beat him on all those. Um, John Elway, one of the greatest football players in, in NFL history. In his third year, threw 22 touchdowns and 23 picks. Like, there's so many of these years. In, in, in 88, John Elway threw 17 touchdowns and 19 picks. In, in 89, 18 touchdowns and 18 picks. Like they, they, they threw for more interceptions back then. I'll give you one more here in a second. Um, skip the music. Two-minute drill. What do you have for me? Well, I just want to remind everybody tonight, 7 p.m. Thursday is the softball start of the season, uh, Missouri State. You know, they're down in Clearwater, Florida. It's going to be a good weekend for the Tigers. Hopefully pull them through. I'm going to be listening in and watching in where I can. Um, big weekend. Again, they got Liberty on Saturday. And a doubleheader with Liberty, Oregon. That's what's circled on my calendar. And then you also have um, 
gymnastics as well coming up this weekend against Pittsburgh, 7 p.m. Friday. Uh, Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all your real estate needs. Eric Newton.com. Get in touch with them. Full service real estate company. Anything you want in Clemson. And that's full service. Everything. The one guy to know. Eric Newton.com. Tigerproperties.com. Get in touch with them to help you out. Brett Favre, you ready for this? Okay. In, in uh, 93, 19 touchdowns, 24 picks. In 2005, 20 touchdowns, 29 picks. 18, 18. Uh, 22 and 22. 11 and 19 is last year. We just threw more picks back then. Nowadays, quarterbacks, they keep their picks down. Todd Ellis, uh, I wish I had time to do this. Remind me tomorrow show how many interceptions Todd Ellis threw in college. Like, it's amazing. 88 picks or something like that. It's amazing. Let me thank Paul Strilo, Morgan Thomas, Morgan Thomas Show. Great job once again. Up next to my big people, Brad and John. Have a great day. More importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's what we'll see right here on the radio. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg.